Blog Talk Radio. Six man. Radio. 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 Kendrick and TDE, they need to 
Then ride off with an intro plan Cause I get hyped to that shit Dog, I ride to that shit But nightmares I won't be at the root of them with the mag off Know we love Philly, so I'm leaving them with black thoughts We talking bars, niggas better get help They put their guts all on the track, still don't never get felt Lot of lower tier rappers trying to rap for their belt Niggas level to this shit, dog, you said it yourself, but check it when it come to control, I might have lost a bit. Lower body citizen talent coming for all of them. Running in your studio, engineered and recorded it. Yes, men is supported it. Any blog that reported it. Any artist he's torn with. Snuff whoever bought the shit. Whoever thought of it. His mentor, whoever taught him it. Interrupt with a sneeze, pick up parties and call for it. If I got it twisted, you coming up to torch shit. But the irony, y'all all inspire me. Y'all in the spot, a lot of us aspire to be. We just driving my Jeep. Tip my hat so y'all know it's real. Whoever mad you said how we all supposed to feel I know the game, some will try to get amped To push the envelope, some of us provided the fair The predecessors wrote the letter, others sealed it shut Some was nice without the perks before a mill got touched It's hip-hop, should blame on the mic these niggas hands on Shades that they wear in the club, couches they stand on You mix credibility with dead ability Raise the bar like you on par with this level of agility Old UNLB running rebel artillery With augment at the two, what barn you on do? Hit the argument with a Spartan playing cool I heard them alien voices I'll knock the Martian about a dude Separate the beast from the timid It's hip-hop, fuck if your car is leased or rented At least you in it Foaming at the lips, looking like the yeast and women Don't be facetious, most y'all been a feast from the beginning This is for big, suicidal thoughts, who get printed This is for non army jacket with the Uzi in it Not no shiny suit shit, this that 92 mix This for hoes missing 92 bricks From state props and beans to win the lot First burst on the scene for Queens, Pac, and even Edie, I mean. This for the mob and the purple tape. Word to inspect the deck. This ain't for the labels, nah. Who's that protect your neck? This ain't a diss. I don't want to think it's fun wrong. This for Big L. The block that Joe found fun on. This shit is for stack. I ain't talking to Gene, nigga. I'm talking to Cheek. My nigga talking to me. This is for every living rapper ever walking these streets. And any outsider that ever think the portion is sweet. Niggas been killed for less and got a coffin for free. If you ever been in the hood, I think we all should agree. This uh, for every nigga that took what you said and tried. I couldn't abide. Some of us, we still did cry. Check it. Limbs that get crushed. Hip-hop's adrenaline rush. Men that get touched. So if you feminine, hush. Project bitches I trust. Came from syringes and dust. So who you name shouldn't be mentioned with us. But wait. At least half of them. Other half wrapped around. Dual place to wrap around. Gather every rap around. See what happens when niggas try to go toe-to-toe. This what happens when you let a bloodbath overflow. Used to do lines. How could they want go blow for blow? I can overdose and still drag you niggas comb and toe. This is lightweight. Put the bucks up. Cause if we talking bars, a lot of y'all should shut the fuck up. This is lightweight. Put the bucks up. If we talking bars, a lot of y'all should shut the fuck up.
Catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. Fucking bullet, nigga. Six men. Hey, yo, I break bread, bread, hundred dollar bills. Pill on the cotties, another four wheels. Write a book full of medicine and generate mills. Tore the album, only for more sales. We used to catch those on the block with crills. Now it's paid shows, promoters post up bills. Sign deals only if the math is real. If we can't match numbers, then you can't have a head, nigga, in charge of shit. Live nigga rhymes artists, pardon, P-Dub shines regardless, remorseless, haunt niggas like poltergeist, my vice for a get like that, to think twice before you move on it, put jewels on it, who want it, loose niggas make the news when we start forming, snatch strikes off a nigga's uniform, often, doing it bad to Delph, you way out the jurisdiction, why niggas bullshit on the grill, I don't fuck around, Dunny, it's most real, I keep it dull, nigga. Yo, let me back up for him. Let me back up. Yo, yo. Got the drop on you and let the nickel nine pop on you. 
Yo, my crew in the front got it locked. My live niggas in the back got the gas blowing out of your back. What the deal with them tough looks and eye contact? Staring all up in your corner, your corner, your lap. The look of a true to life crime niggas attack. Go at the first nigga to front and overreact. You get dealt with, dealt with quick. Opposition get melted, but I said he felt it. You get dealt with, dealt with quick. Opposition get melted, but I said he felt it. Six men, radio, radio, Ha <laughs> ha! 
To me, even bought the nigga Kanye for me. Bless, but the nigga shot big, made a nigga feel ashamed of the city way live. Make a nigga hate the logo on the Dodger cap. Sneaking back to that beamer, wish my nigga pop was strapped. But I'm dreaming Las Vegas Boulevard, a Feeny Sun, bullet scars. Everybody king of diamonds till the feds pull their car. Not the deck though. Hip hop was better off when it was just draped off face to Esco. Memoirs of the gold chain. It's a cold gang, nigga Johnny Coltrane. Black Versace with the gold frame. Nigga said he so cane, that's a bold claim. Fourteen had a brain that could throw flames. So strange, had to blow their mind. Cobain. Mama, forgive me, cause I'm trying to make a living, huh? The niggas hating cause that rose fan I'm killing, huh? Niggas shining like they hanging from the ceiling, huh? Me and Ye killing. Nothing like my Jesus, Jesus. Lord willing, I see a billion, then I let my nuts hang. Nothing like my Jesus, Jesus. Throw them suicide doors up and let that holy ghost swing. Nothing like my Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, Cav Love, Brown Sugar. About to set it like, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, just my mic so I can touch it up right quick. Show me how Brooklyn do, you know what I mean? Listen, yo, let's start it up. Let's get it flowing. Let's make a move. Let's get it going. I know it's feeling like everything you want, don't it? And you've been waiting your whole life for one moment. Well, baby, here it is. You better step to it. I know you're ready, right? Then, baby, let's do it. Move your neck to it. Put your arms and legs next to it. Then put whatever else is left to it. See, you're all in. Now you about to rock them. Got your focus, man. Now they got a problem. Who you talking to? Some right there. The man in the mirror. I see him quite clear. Do your thing, Cap. Work it out, dog. Open up their minds. Be about yours. Challenge everyone who ever tried to doubt yours. Get your mind right. Keep your sound raw. Have your bass, man. Make it bounce more. Make them feel it from the ceiling to the ground floor. How it sound, y'all. I know it's crazy, right? I know it's crazy tight. Don't ever take me light. It's Cap love, y'all. And that's what's up, y'all. I'll be game. I know exactly what you want, y'all. I make it jump, y'all. So put them up. Brown sugar Brooklyn is about to jump off. You got to live it to me. You need to live it to me. You better live it to me. Give me brown sugar. Leave the ground sugar. Got the world sweating like fiends without cooking. You know you really want to give it to me. You better give it to me. You got to give it to me. Give brown sugar. Me. I call her my lumsy cause she get me fly. I call her my lumsy cause she diamond high. I call her my lumsy cause she caught my eye. I call her my lumsy, lumsy, lumsy lie.
needs the memory Hickory on smoke On a smoky rug Robbing him The crook shall begin The Shanghai Sprints go to high I call her my lumsy Cause she get me fly I call her my lumsy Cause she diamond high I call her my lumsy Cause she caught my eye I call her my lumsy 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 lie Oh my Finally, we are now here. Double B telecom falling out of your brazier. This is that. Johnny Prasco on board. Walk, bring the gas fresh. Get the boogie passing slide. Talk, practice sidewalk with the Amazon lean. Manolo's on the hills with the leopard lace strings. Me, myself, and I keep the nickel clicky. Dazzle in the stress, so we drizzle and drizzy. Get the game, get the money. Gestapo, stop the bank, star sunning. Time to stargate, Broadway. Race out the runway. Tuxedo on runway. East St. Laurent. Yeah, 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 Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop, and that grown and sexy R&B that you love, nigga, it's your boy Bad C, a.k.a. Nicholas K, along with my lovely co-host, Nadine Michelle, <laughs> what's good, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Pete? I see you just disappeared real quick and then you just pop back up. I know, I know, it's crazy. I was like, how you do that? Magic, baby. It's magic. <laughs> it's magic. That's crazy. Magic. That is cool. That is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, oh What's no. Good, Jay? We're still it, man. We got another great show on deck for the fans tonight. We got a lot to talk about. Crazy, crazy week in entertainment. We got booties to talk about. We got people getting pulled on the carpet. Oh, yeah. Crazy, craziness. And we got actress Dorian Mystic stopping by. Great actor doing his thing right now. So, yeah, we got a great show on deck. Excited. Uh, all right, so there's so much shit we gotta talk about, man. Um, the first shit was let, let's. I think we need to talk about the asses. Okay. okay. Now, I, I I made a comment. I you know during the week I said that Kate Michelle has one of the top five. You know what? No, let let's save this this one. For later in the show. Okay. Let's save this okay. for later. Let's save this right. for later. I think right now we should actually talk about the Kendrick Lamar situation. Okay. You know what I mean? And how um, he basically grabbed hip hop by the collar and shook it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and, and what's your take on it? How do you feel about it? I mean, he had he had everyone up in arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a, it was like breaking news, CNN hip hop type stuff. No, but how do, how do you feel? How do you feel about this? Is what hip hop is, you know? I think it was a, a much needed wake up call, you know. But I mean, for him to say that he was the king of the East and the West is uh 
you know, hey, New York, no, 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 I don't think that's correct. He's not the king of New York, obviously. We know who the king of New York is right now. And it's the Jigga Man. It's Jay. Jay-Z is the king of New York right now. He's holding it down. He has not disappointed, you know. While we may have talked about this recent album in detail, there may have been some disappointments, but that doesn't mean he's not still the king of New York right now. You know what I mean? So... I mean, I don't feel I don't feel funky at all. This is what hip hop is. You put people on blast, you shout them out. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, I don't know who, I don't know why he's not like you know. There's plenty of people out here that's doing their thing for the East Coast. They may not be commercial. Let's put it like that. They may right. not be commercial. But they still doing their thing, and that's not their fault that they're not commercial. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm 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 feeling a ways about it. Like, you know, how you gonna say that about New York? You know we doing our shit and you know the industry, so how you gonna speak ill and say you just gonna right. put yourself in a position to be the king of New York? You 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 can you can claim that West all you want, do that, you know what I mean? But don't claim New York, right. son. Unless right. he, he he wanted that reaction, maybe that's what he wanted. Maybe somebody was like, Yo, son, say you the king of New York, set it off. I don't know, you know what I mean? But he definitely set it off. As you know, he's gotten plenty of responses. But what what do you feel about it, Steve? Because as an MC from representing hey, Brooklyn, yo, yo, but but above and beyond all the MC shit, on some New York shit, as a as a New Yorker, born and raised, I feel it is my civic duty to say fuck Kendrick Lamar, and that's from <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. yo, I feel like I feel like niggas done died on this soil in New York. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like like and for him to not even be from here and he's saying that is disrespectful. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's just how I that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm looking at it from some, from old school uh, you know, type of mentality. But right. it's just how I feel. It's how I feel. Him coming at those dudes direct, that's cool. That's good for hip-hop. That woke up hip-hop. That's making niggas spit. Okay, cool. But you saying you king of New York, that's straight blasphemy, bro. And yeah. and and as far as king of New York, um, who our king of New York is, first of all, I blame New York, which yeah. I would have to blame our quote-unquote king, Jay-Z, because mm-hmm. for Kendrick, they even think that it was that New York is sweet enough for him to even do that, there's right. a problem. There's right. a problem. Right. Me personally, as a fan, as Jay's number one fan, Jay-Z is no longer my number one favorite rapper because I'm sick I of Jay-Z not, not replying to niggas and, you know what I'm saying, like, you're, that means you're not a rapper no more. So why would you be, like, my number one rapper if you're not even a rapper? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You just rap. You're not a rapper. You don't compete, really, no more. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? He's definitely so, not in that mode anymore. You, you already don't. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing yeah, that. That's yeah. kind of like beneath me type of thing. Yeah. Now, now I was going to do, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I started writing one, a response to, to Kendrick and all that, but it, it got to a point where I was like, yo, you know what? Everybody's going to be doing this shit. This shit is right. going to get corny after a second. Just real talk, yeah. I want to, me personally, I don't hate the nigga. I don't want the nigga to die, nothing. I just want to have a shoot a fair one with the nigga, like real talk, right. in the middle of the street or whatever. 
for that bullshit that you said about New York. That's how I feel. I feel like niggas think shit sweet in New York and ain't nothing right. sweet in New York. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like niggas stay trying to disrespect us. And we ain't got no right. identity no more. We busy trying to rap like South niggas and we busy trying to you know what I'm saying? That's why niggas ain't standing up. Fuck that. I'm right. right. I'm gonna stand. And that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm. From the mm. to the state. Right, right. Well, um, man, and well, and plenty of people have like clapped back. You got Joel Ortiz, and yeah. who else has clapped back? But you know, I heard Papoose. Um, so so far, Papoose, yeah, I heard was like the dopest clapback. Yo, you know what? His his was to me. I thought Paps was. But mm-hmm. yo, I just heard Joe Buttons. I played Joe Buttons tonight. I played it. Oh, word, word. Yo, mm-hmm. Buttons body that shit, yo. Buttons body right. that shit. I, you know, Cassidy did one too. It was crazy. You know, I just didn't want to play everybody's because it was the same beat and they was all rapping forever. And you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. I just yeah. played Kendrick and then I played Pat and then and then uh, uh, Joey and you know, to me, I think Joey had the best joint. He's neck and neck with Pat. You know, right. but I gotta give it to Joey. You know, because Joey, you know, you know Joey. Well, Joey. I mean. For him to, yeah, like you said, for him to even think it's okay to speak ill of the East the way he did, you know, yeah, makes yeah. him feel like, well, I I could do that. I'm comfortable doing it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody stepping up to me, you know. So hey, yeah, that, that's, the, that's pretty wild. He said he the king of the coast. He said he the king of the coast, man. So everybody yeah. live on East Coast. Everybody from Maine to Florida need to be feeling some type of way, bro. Right. But not no type of way. We're not not glorifying any violence, y'all. We're just talking about being a rapper. I don't know, for real. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know about you, y'all. But I'm not. Real talk, yo, this nigga, when I see him, he has to fight me because of what he said. You know what I'm saying? Is Is that serious to me? You know what I'm saying? Like that that was crazy. I yo, I, I respect California. I would never go out there and say some stupid shit. And say that you yeah, that you're the king of California. Like, like, well, like any so for you to feel like it's sweet, you know, somebody gotta show you it ain't sweet. You know. Right. Radio host, rapper or not, like this shit don't matter. Like I'm I'm saying on some and it's just it's just the the principle of it. You know. Right. And right. Lamar, a fair one, man. My niggas won't jump in, your niggas won't jump in, what's good? Wherever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a fair one, me and you, bro. No weapons, nothing. Just bare knuckles, bro. Come on. And then, you know, go our separate ways, bro. It's nothing. You know, God bless. Sorry about the black eyes. <laughs> Feel me? Man. Hey. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah, nice. man. That's right. Wait, what was the other shit that happened, you know? I know some other What happened this week? What other shit happened this week? Talk about it. Put it out there. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of shit. A lot of shit happened. (laughs) Those were the biggest things, though. The Kendrick Lamar thing out of order. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yo, shout out to Block Talk Radio. I want to give a shout out to them. You know, to them niggas. You know, I want to give a big to them. Uh, Who else? Oh, you know what? I know, right. I know what I wanted to bring up, Steve. So you did you hear uh-huh. about Pharrell and Robin Thicke countersuing Marvin Gaye's estate? 
because... Now, wait. What happened with this whole shit, y'all? Okay, okay, what, what okay. Happened? So this is what's going down. Basically, I think the Marvin Gaye's estate, the family is saying that Blurred Lines sounds a little similar to Got to Give It Up. You know what I mean? And we all know... Right, let's gunshot that right there. It does, it We does. all know, it does, it really does. And we all know that, you know, Robin Thicke is, you know, mimicking in many ways our, our wonderful Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on with the falsetto and everything. When I heard the beat, I automatically thought, yeah, I got to give it up. But, you know, I didn't give it no second thought. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, that's what music is. People sample it, they make new songs, whatever, you know. So in lieu of them, like, responding to the claim from the estate, they just turned around real quick and countersued them. So to say, yeah, we suing you to say, like, this doesn't even sound anything like that music. It might be reminiscent of the sound, but it's not the beat or the track or nothing like that. George Clinton was also quoted in this, you know, like he wasn't quoted, but they were saying like they sampled something from one of George Clinton joints. And George Clinton also came out to say they did not, it would it sound familiar, but they didn't and I love what they're doing. You know, I right, George, whatever, you know what I mean? But I gotta say, it does sound like you gotta give it up. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So yeah man, I, I feel a way about that. I feel like, yo, how you and Pharrell, word Pharrell, how you gonna counter sue Marvin Gaye? Marvin yes. Gaye. How so you, how so you gonna... what's, what's, what's happening with that? It's, well, you know, this all just happened, so I don't know what the next steps are. The next steps is to go to court, prove, you know, like this, 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 like they didn't jack the beat or there's nothing similar about the beat or anything like that. To say, you know, like they don't owe them any money or any any royalties for you. Like, you know, they did not use the gotta give it up track or beat. That's what they're saying, you know. So, but I feel so, oh, like how dare you? And Pharrell, y'all should have just let them claim it and then just go to court and squash it. But for you to just jump bad knowing y'all got more money than the Marvin Gaye estate, man. Marvin Gaye's yeah. family and the countess so that's totally disrespectful not only that but you a white man that's sounding black so how fucking dare you that's all I have to say how dare you how dare you oh it's, because they do it how dare you oh well, hold up hey, yo wait hold on hold on hold on because I'm John has a problem with Robin Thick. I have a problem with Robin Thicke, man. Fuck Robin Thicke, bro. Hold up. Sam, 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 and Sam. If I see you, I'm grabbing your wife's ass, B. Hold up, B. She's nice and fat, man. And she's beautiful, B. Well, man. You, you better not better not hope Paula's around when C runs into you. Yo, that's that's yo, all. I, that's it. Yo, Paula. Better not hope he's around. Hold on, let me let me let me talk to you, Paula. Let me let me because Robin <laughs> Robin sit with you, and he had, he got that high voice all the time. Let me throw the let and me throw the tight ass pants. Yeah, and them tight ass pants. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, Nate threw a shot. Uh oh, she's on. 
But you know, you know what it is, see, too? Like, yo, no disrespect to what they do, but don't you feel just in some kind of way how the people that represent our music, whether it's hip-hop or R&B, how it's systematically white people? I'm just saying, son. Let's think about this for a minute. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like Robin Thicke and Justin Timberlake at, at the top of the R&B charts. Okay? Yeah. You know, yeah, There's listen. plenty of black yeah. singers that's doing their thing, but they're the top of our charts. They're upset. See, white people are upset. They're still upset about basketball. <laughs> and football. They're, they're upset about basketball. <laughs> And, and listen, they're mad at the, at the Hispanics, too, for baseball because that was America's favorite sport, remember? Yeah, and, um, yeah. you know, the, 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 the Hispanics have taken that over. So they're, they're dealing with them in different ways, too. But you know, they're, right. upset. they're upset with us. So you you, you got to give them a pardon that time. I guess. You know, they're, they're trying. It's, it's but, not our you know. fault that everything we do is brilliant, <laughs> It's not our fault really? that we're good at what we do. <laughs> That's what y'all let us get. Y'all let us get the entertainment. Y'all let us get that a long time ago. You know what I mean? Let the black people entertain us. All right, we took it over. And when you let us yeah. into sports, we took that over too. We're just that damn good. Yeah. Sorry. You know? You know. Can't it's help it. Good. Listen, all right, so listen, this is what we're going to do. Wait, but hold up, before I even do that, before I even do that, because usually I, you know, I give a I shout out to Nell Carter's sexy ass, but now I'm going to make it all about Paula. Since since Robin okay. Thicke, Bob, since it's fuck Robin Thicke, it's all about Paula. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to Hey, yo, Paula. Paula, baby, I'm turning. I'm listen. I'm going to my Barry on you. I'm going to my no, oh, no. I'm going to my Barry, my Barry on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need for you to come on Six Man Radio, and I'm going. I'm, I'm I'm coming to get you, girl. I'm coming to get you. I'm gonna take you by the hand, and I'm gonna interview you, girl. Me and my co-defendant, Dean Michelle. I promise you. You better watch out, Robin. Oh, listen, listen. Listen, listen, Paula, come talk to me, baby. Come talk to me. Six Man Radio. We're going we, we gonna to get you right, all right? Drink Sprite. That's right. Drink Sprite. <laughs> so what we're going to do now, we're going to get into this interview, you know what I'm saying, with Dorian Missick, you know. Yeah, man. Very- if y'all don't know about Dorian... He's been yeah, doing a lot of big things. I mean, you know, he was on TNT's Southland with Regina King for two seasons. He's been in the Manchurian Candidate. He's been in Two Weeks Notice with Hugh Grant. He's been in Muslim. Yeah. He's been in all kinds of stuff. And currently he's got this uh, indie movie called Big Words Out. And actually one of our friends to the show, family basically, is in the movie too, Jean Grey. So crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. Yeah. You know, it's, that's so crazy. yeah, he's dope you know dude, what, what, and he also is like a bedroom DJ too. But we gonna get into that. Listen, listen, I'm gonna dip out for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got, I got to handle something. But you got, you got this. You gonna hold it down with Dorian? You got yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, I always got your back. Come on now, right. crazy right, question. Right, right. 
All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Six Man Radio. We up out of here. Six Man Radio. It's your girl Nadine holding it down on this interview tonight. Uh, the bad seed is to step out for one moment. He will return shortly. In the meantime, in between time, I'm going to bring on a fabulous actor. You guys have seen him in so many different movies and on television as well. We're going to talk about that when I bring him in on the line. We have actor extraordinaire, Dorian Mystic. Welcome to the show, Dorian. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Definitely, definitely. I am a very big fan, but... You know, it's not just that I'm a fan of your acting, it's, it's that I've seen you grow, you know. Um, you are a fellow, you, you, you rolled in New York um, during your acting years and everything, and you used to hang at Joe's Pub a lot, which was a spot back yeah. in the day for its renaissance, salute to you, brother. And, um, you know, even then you were doing your thing. So, you know, I've, I've seen you on, on different shows on television, like Six Degrees. And, you know, I was hoping that show would go hard for you, Dorian. I was like, I hope it goes the seasons on, you know. So, you know, we're going to get into all that. Let me not, like, skip around. Um, I'm going to start with just to say that, you know, while you're an actor, you're also bedroom DJ as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and, and why you continue to do that. So let's just start from um, how did you get this acting bug? Because you've been doing it for quite a long time. I didn't even realize it's been, wow, more than, yeah. more than 20 years. <laughs> Many. Yeah, I've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I saw like you had a part in the heat of the night. I'm like, get out of here. And that was like, you must have been quite young. At that time. That's crazy. That's in the heat of the night, so you got to meet none other than Archie Bunker. From- yeah, he directed it up <laughs> too. Yeah, Carol kind of the late great, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was crazy. Amazing. It was you know I mean, it was it was interesting. Put it like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely, you know, older and a lot less uh, friendly than I had anticipated. You know, so really? It was, oh. it was a good first job, for, a good, you know, a good job for a young dude, you know, early on yeah. in my career to kind of get, get used to the different personalities that you may encounter. Right, right. That's crazy. Um, well, he also directed it, I guess, he was a little bit more serious than, you know, because... At that time, I think the heat of the night was like, not his, well, kind of like towards the end of his career, just about when he did the heat of the night. Yeah, I think that was the last thing he did. That was the last show he was on, like, every week. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. So, wow, you were 12 years old. What what gave you the acting bug in the first place? Um, I don't, you know what? I'm not really sure. I come from, like, a real expressive uh, performing type of family. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in my family's a great storyteller and the big jokesters and very loud. So you gotta kinda like figure out a way to kinda to, you know, carve your own niche so you can be heard and get some attention. So I think it probably started there. And um I had a school teacher whose son was an actor and um she 
suggested I take an acting class um, just to kind of get a feel for what it was like. And it was my mm-hmm. first class. And at that class, somebody was looking for kids to be in a Coca-Cola commercial. And they picked right. me out of the class. And from there, I just kind of had the bug. You know? Damn. That's crazy. It's yeah. you like, hey, we like him. Get in this commercial. And Coca-Cola, well, that's, that's a big first commercial in the first place. Yeah, it was big. It was big for me, at least, you know. I mean, the whole thing was, they were looking for kids, I think it was a break dance, who were, like, normal acting, who didn't act like child actors at the time. And because I had never done anything and I could break dance, it made it pretty easy for them to pick me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's really dope. And and from there, just, I guess, I, I can't say it took off, but from there, you really put in a lot of work between then and now. I mean, not just television and film but also on the indie circuit as well. What I like about Mm -hmm. you as an actor is that you still touch on every avenue. It's not just like you're pursuing the big break in TV or in film. You really roll in the indie circuit very heavy like your latest effort Big Words that just came out and um, I didn't even know like about the film stuff like I think when you guys started you know saying it was um, about to launch over the AMC theater on 34th street I was like wow I I just just heard about it like a couple of days before and then what caught my attention is that not only are you in it but Gene Gray is also in this movie I think that's yeah. what like bugged me out I was like oh my god Gene Gray and and you were in it and I'm like oh my god this is this is official Dorian's in it too and then I, I don't want to uh, mispronounce, like, any other names because I'm, there's two names that I can't pronounce, but one of the guys from The Wire, if you could pronounce yeah, his name for me. Yeah, yeah he's in it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy, and it's all about um, the night that Obama won the presidency. And I thought that was a really great, you know, starting point for the film, and... How did that film um, come about, and how did you get involved? Well, I mean, like you said, I always stay active on the independent film scene, uh, especially like the smarter up-and-coming filmmakers. You know, I've been, that's kind of been my, my niche. Like, those are the guys that give me the roles, that give me an opportunity to kind of spread my wings. You know, mainstream, I definitely do a, a decent amount of work, a lot of work, you know mainly most of my work on the mainstream circuit but uh you know a lot of times when people kind of see you in a certain way it's better to get with directors with a little more vision and a little less to lose to give you an opportunity to kind of spread your wings you know um because then one ends up informing the other one you know what i mean so it's like when i got tired of playing drug dealers and stuff i I did muslim and played a professor and then all of a sudden i started getting like these more professional roles so I kind of figured out how to kind of like, you know, inform the, the mainstream. But with big words, it was, I got I got a hold of the script, uh, the director, Neil Drumming, the director and the writer of the film, Neil mm-hmm. Drumming, who, whose name I recognize from, from uh, you know, he's a writer for Rolling Stone, and, uh, you know, a couple of other magazines. Uh, and he was, a, he was basically a music journalist whose name I remember. So it right. piqued my interest just to see his name on the script. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I read it and was like, this is, this is, man, this is a home run. I'd love to be a part of this. So we met, I was living in L.A. at the time. 
I, I just moved to LA at the time, so he came out to LA for some other stuff. And we sat, get, sat down and met and talked about the script and really hit it off. And then um, we talked about the casting ideas that he was interested in and people he was thinking about going out to. And next thing I know, the cast kind of came together with a group of friends. And then Gene Gray is actually a friend of his. And she's excellent in the film. So it was great to kind of to have her kind of come on board. I don't know if it's her first acting job. I'm not I don't sure know either, but... That. Yeah, I think she's got some other actors really as well. But yeah, it's a good role for her. She does a great job. Yeah, yeah and I love the whole concept. Like, it's, it's a group that was together, a hip-hop group that was together in the golden era of hip-hop and now they're, you know, they're, they're these things that they're questioning on the night that Obama takes office and, and it's, it's really an excellent, you know, point to start a film and I was like, wow, because as an actor on the circuit and, you know, you also know other artists that are singers and they're assigned to labels and what happens with the labels, it's very frustrating for, for you to be an artist and fulfill your dreams, you've seen people like just get fed up with the whole industry and like, oh, I can't take any more of this. But you've seen also people stick it out. But then you'll see yeah. people like give up and just go back and like, I'm just going to have to get a job because, you know, life changes. You start a family, you get married, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You, you talk about Joe's Pub and it's like so many people yeah. that I know from that era, you know what I mean? So many yeah. careers were launched at Joe's Pub. And, yeah. like, you know, for every, you know, Anthony Hamilton or, or, or John Legend or, or you know, who else? Shani, Shanti, Shanti Gold. You know, people like mm-hmm. that who, like, you know, I first saw at Joe's. So many yeah. of them that blew up, you know, Martin Luther, all these different people, too. Then there's so many other artists that are still kicking around and are very talented, just as equal, equally, if not more talented, but... For yeah. some reason or other, didn't get their break in the same way. Exactly, and some people are just still going at it and building their name. And and you were there. Uh, I'm assuming that you were also going out for a lot of gigs then as well. I mean, talk a little bit about that whole struggle. Like you know, when people see you on TV and they see you in, in on the shows, and like, oh my God, you made it, you know, but. Really talk yeah. about how you're not really making it, you're working it. You know, talk about that that struggle a little bit, going out for parts, and, and sometimes you don't get everything you go out for. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, it's a struggle. It's a hustle. Uh, it's a hustle like anything else. I mean, I think a, the biggest misconception is people don't realize how big the middle class is in the in this entertainment industry, especially for mm-hmm. black actors. A lot of actors who people look at, black actors, you know, like, yo, he's a star. You know, I know he should be able to just get a movie. And um, those dudes or women, they're, like, auditioning with somebody who maybe just got out of Juilliard. The same thing, you know, because it's Hollywood has a bottom line, you know, and they, and they and they're, it's pretty much run by, you know, older white men who rather see younger white men who remind them of themselves. They'd rather see them rise to stardom than necessarily, you know, young black men or young black women especially. So, or anything other than with young white people. So, it, you know, they, they, it, it becomes a quick wake-up, you know, a humongous wake-up call to you early on. Early on in my career, you know, I'm like, maybe got like one or two guest stars into my belt, and then I'm like testing for a, a movie against like Omar Epps and Makai Pfeiffer, who were like, you know, they were really big at the time. And I remember being like, 
why the hell are they even here right now? And then I, it, that was like the wake-up call. And I was like, dang, he's just in the biggest movie with Love and Basketball. And this other dude was doing this. And here I am. You know, not that I didn't feel like I deserved to be there. But I was like, I wonder how that feels for them. That yeah. this is the dude, who, you know, I just did a Law & Order episode. And now we all sitting here up for the same role. You know what I mean? And you realize, well, that's just the game. <laughs> that's just how it's going to go. So once you get used to that, man, you just continue to work hard. You don't, you know, with knowing that, it keeps you from falling off because you never feel like, oh, yeah, I'm here. I can pop my collar. I got a TV show. I got this. So I, can, I can be relaxed. It's like, nah, once you get one thing, you got to work harder because there's somebody waiting to take your place. Or there's, there's somebody sitting around the corner, some person who's a decision maker who's waiting to say, well, I saw him do this, but so he can't do that. You know what I mean? So it's a constant opportunity to, to kind of reinvent yourself. You know, because when I was doing a bunch of Law & Orders, it was like, oh, well, he's very urban. Can he play, right. you know, uh, a, a businessman? And then you get, you know, the professor role, and then all of a sudden you get these astute characters, and then you're playing detectives, and now you got to kind of, like, move mm-hmm. on to a different... You know, it's one of those things, but it, I look at it as more of an opportunity than a challenge. You know, it's like, look, as an actor, you want to play a bunch of different roles. People want to yeah. see you one way, so that means every time you walk in the door, you're surprised. They think, oh, you can only do drama, and you do some comedy, and they're like, oh my God, he's funny. So you just get the opportunity on a daily basis to kind of like reinvent yourself. And as long as you keep that attitude, you'll stay in the game, you'll keep working, and um, you'll catch a project that's going to take you to the, you know, take you to that next to level. Next level. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, man, I, I have to say, like, from the time that I remember seeing you at Joe's Pub, and all just the, the little parts that you play, like you said, you've done Law and & Order, and NYPD 2, and CSI, you know, and then um, when I saw you get the six degrees, I was like, oh, wow, look at this, okay, I hope this show lasts so he could, you know, make something of this or have something happen on another level, and you know, you did a good amount of episodes, and, you know, it didn't get, you know, signed again for another season, but that was okay, you know, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it was okay with you, but it's like, oh, well. Yeah, that nah, was great with me. Next, you know, yeah, because yeah, that was 13 nah, was episodes, right? I mean, that was pretty mm-hmm. dope, I think, and and it was, like, one of the leading roles, and I was really so happy for you. Like, oh, my goodness, look at this. This is amazing, you know, so... You know, I really, you know, I saw the transition and, you know, you started, you, you still were doing like the big parts and you were still doing the indie work, like another um, indie project I'm going to bring up is Lenny's Avenue, the web series, which is also really fly. I mean, a dope body of work, great actors that are, that are on the come up, like these are really dope actors. This isn't like somebody shooting with a, you know, a cheap camera, this is, like, high-level production, it looks like to me when I look at the web series, you know? And, you know, if you just want to touch a little bit about what Lennox Avenue is about for the audience, that would be great. Yeah, now Lennox Avenue, like you said, is a web series, and it's, uh, it deals with uh, the, new, the new Harlem, you know, the new, beautiful, sexy upwardly mobile Harlem. Right. Uh, you know, and it's like three three guys 
in their, you know, in their, in their early 30s that are uh, kind of like hitting their stride career-wise and it's partaking in all the things that that type of lifestyle can provide you in Harlem, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's great. I mean, somebody said it was like Sex in the City for, for men. I mean, I don't know if that's serious, but you don't get that dramatic with it, but it, it definitely is like it shows that side of, of, of Harlem and, and the creator of that is also one of the stars, Al Thompson. You know, right. he's a Harlem dude. He's a dude I've known. I mean, Al and I have known each other pretty much since we were like 19 years old. Um, I mean, like, we go way back. Like, you know, gaming for the first time, you know. <laughs> like, wow. both of us, like, yeah, like, that's how far back we go. It was like, so <laughs> we, we go back and and so, of course, when he hollered at me about this project, I was like, yeah, you know, you're the guy to do it. I mean, his mm-hmm. nickname is Uptown because he's so Harlem. Harlem loves him. Yeah. They open up their arms. Everybody just uh, really embraced the project because, you know, who better to represent the borough in such an honest portrayal of the borough than someone, you know, basically a child of the of the borough. So, I go to Harlem. It's like, that's like the only project I date. People in Harlem seem to even know me from. I mean, every restaurant you go in, you got the posters, you got the pictures framed, right. and all the new sexy bars, crazy. I was right. At some spot a couple of weeks ago, I think it's social. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude taps me on the shoulder, and he's like, is that you? And I look up, and I'm like, oh, man, I got the picture framed, and I'm sitting under the picture like I'm trying to get attention. <laughs> I didn't even know it was him. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I know that has to happen to you because it's, it's all filmed in Harlem, and um, you know, it's like you said, like the new Harlem is is crazy. That that spot, the corner social, there's the Red Rooster, and then like now Harlem along Frederick Douglass Avenue, um, like at between one twenty second and one sixteenth, that's like Restaurant Row. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think Lennox and Lennox Avenue posters are all up and down that avenue as well. Like it's everywhere, you know. So yeah, it's an incredible project, and it's is it still going on? Do you guys still film for it? Uh, well, yeah, we're on a hiatus right now, but we're about to, we're gonna go back in soon. Um, they're in the process of writing new scripts for the next season, but uh, yeah, we are gonna go back up and shoot some more. I mean, the demand is so major, so we gotta do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really dope, and I hope this series even takes off even further and maybe land on HBO. You never know, you never know, because that's to me, to me now, this is what's so incredible about the web. You know that you can not have to go and pitch your work to the major networks in order to be seen or heard. You have this avenue in order to launch. Like I'm not saying it's that easy, but. At least, you know, you have this avenue more, to, to... Yeah, yeah there's more, there's more avenues, more work. accessible. Exactly, right. exactly, you know. So, I, I I also have to bring up the fact that you did Southland. I just want to scream that out. Like, when I saw you come on that last season and you were partnered to Regina King... I was so happy for you, like, oh, uh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> I did the last two, the last two seasons, the last two seasons. Actually. You did the last two seasons. Okay, yeah, man, man, listen. I was like, man, this is it. We're going to take them to the next level. Oh, my goodness. But it's not like, it's not like that's, you know, like you said, you've done films like 
like Muslim, that was a big film. You were in Two Weeks Notice. You know, that that was a big film for you as well. You know, you, you've done really great movies yeah. and things, you know. But, you know, when I saw you land in Southland and, like, say, just last two seasons, and I'm, I'm so sorry they canceled that show. I'm hoping somebody else picks that up because I remember when it started on Channel 4 and they had yeah. dropped it there. And I'm like, are you serious? And then when TNT picked it up, they were like, we must have a good thing here. And, you know, they renewed the seasons, and I was so excited. It's, it's, you guys, if you don't know Southland, which is one of the main stars is Regina King, it's based off of the LAPD, and it's such a gritty series, really nitty-gritty inside details of the human life of these police officers that I don't think, like, you really notice, like, the personal part of these officers and it was just a dope show you know and in that last season they were developing your character even more so you know I was really right. excited for this next season so man were you really disappointed when they canceled this show uh no you know it's like anything I mean the, the disappointment is like they break up the family because you really become a family with people you know um mm-hmm. that was my first time seeing a second season or anything. Every show I've ever been on has only lasted a season. So this is the first time I've ever been, in, you know, showed up to the same office, for, you know, for another year. So that right. was exciting for me. But, you know, you do, you become a family. Everybody becomes really tight. And so that's, yeah. like, the hardest part is, like, kind of saying, you know, having to see the chapter end. But, um, I mean, you know, there was indications before they made the official announcement that we weren't going to come back. So it didn't catch oh. us as off guard as it did the, uh, as it did our viewing audience. You know? Yeah. By the time, of fact, by the time it hit the, the public, people mm-hmm. were calling me up like, oh, my God, I'm sorry you got canceled. And I'm like, Devastated. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Old news. No, I already knew. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, my bad. I, I forgot to tell you, though. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I know people might call me, I'm devastated, I was devastated because I love the show so much, you know, and I was like, are you serious, this can't be, can I ask you, I mean, what was, I know there's never really any true reasoning, but why, that was such a great show, I thought it had a, a great following. Great. It kind of ran its course, you know, in the network, yeah. I mean, I think when it first picked up the show, uh, mm-hmm. they were going for a more adult grittier kind of uh, uh, showing, you know, they're, 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 they were planning on doing more shows along that line, but then, you know, the more soap opera shows on that network kind of took off, and then, you know, it's just, I guess they felt like it was smart business to kind of like tailor it around that as opposed to trying to force something on their audience that they just weren't all the way ready for, so although we had some really serious I mean, we have some real serious fans. I mean, they, they really love the show. Um, you know, that just, the numbers weren't the numbers that they, that, that network needed. So they were like, let us, they, you know, they were kind enough to let us finish up the story. And then, um, you know, sent us on our way. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, like you said, you know, you, you just go on to the next job. This is what acting is about. This is the life of yeah, an actor, you know. Yeah. yeah, you just keep it moving. But I'm going to bring up one more thing that you do outside of acting, and that is DJ. You're like, oh, yeah. DJ. But I think you've been DJing for quite a while, not even like yeah. something you just picked up, you know? You've done an event nah, for me and my girl Kim before when we did Sound and Style at yeah. Greenhouse, and you rocked it out. So 
And I think she was really the one that put me on to you, DJ. And I'm like, you DJ too? What? What? Why? Yeah. Dope, you know? So, I mean, were you always doing that even when you started acting or is it something you picked up? Yeah. Now, that's something I've been doing for a while, you know. Um, it's just I hadn't really been doing it out that much, you know. I would do it. I definitely did, like, you know, homeboys house parties and... Uh, you know, if a friend of mine maybe owned a spot, I might go in and do a set, you know. But, like, at that time, I was, like, all vinyl. Like, that's it. And then um, right. probably once they introduced Serato into the mix where it was, like, you can take your whole record collection with you in your computer, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that might be kind of cool. And I started getting <laughs> on that. And next thing I know, I started gigging out more. And then I picked up some residencies, you know, and yeah. I was playing all over the place. Which I still do consistently. I got a radio show too, um, called Stone Blue Radio. Oh, that's um, dope. Urban Soul Radio. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I still, I'm still doing it very much. So, I mean, my wife and I have to sit down every week and be like, all right, how many gigs are you are you gonna take this week? <laughs> like, well, that's great. Yeah. That's really dope. Yeah. I mean. I mean, the fact that you've been doing it for a while and now it's actually picked up and is another means for you outside of acting as well, you know, is really cool. So it's going to lead me to the last three questions that we ask all of our guests. And you're not going to escape it. Since you're a DJ, I should be able to, we should be able to really swing through this, you know. Our show is, is based off of the adult contemporary market. We, you know, we feature adult contemporary hip-hop and R&B for the grown and sexy. So, um, the top three questions are your top three MCs of all time, your top three hip-hop groups of all time, and your top three producers of all time. Okay. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> man. Okay, well, top three MCs. Uh, man, you know I'm 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 almost forty, man. So the people I name probably some of these young cats ain't even know what I'm talking about. No, that's okay because we're adults. That's what I'm talking about. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to say, I mean, probably for me, the ones who had the biggest influence on me, of course, number one would be Big. No question right. about it. Um, then I would have to say Rakim, and then, and number three spot is tough, because, um, I'm a big LL fan, but also, okay, I'm gonna say LL, then LL, yeah. Okay, that's those three dope MCs, definitely. Now your top three groups. Top three groups. Okay, number one is Trout Call Quest, no question about it. Number right. two would be Run DMC, and uh, number three, any groups? What groups do I really like? Oh, I'm kidding. Outcast. There you go. Those are my top three right there. Nice. That is dope. That is dope. And last but not least, your top three producers of all time. Hip hop producers. Hmm. Uh, hip hop producers? Yeah. Okay. All right. My top three hip hop producers would be Premier. Uh, Timberland and uh, High P Rock. Yeah. Nice. That's, That's really a tough nice. thing. I like a lot. There's a lot of You like a lot, lot, right? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm leaving cats out. You know, because once again, I'd have to say, you know, Q-Tip because I give, I give yeah. 
because, I mean, he did, you know, all trial stuff, majority of trial stuff, and then lost yeah, a lot of people. I got a lot of That's people. A lot of people. Really cool. <laughs> well, since we are talking to an actor as well, I'm going to give you one more as a bonus and let me know your top three favorite directors, movie directors of all time. Okay. I know that's um, tough. Is that gonna be tough? <laughs> nah, not too, not too tough. I would say probably uh, Jonathan Demme. Um, wow, let me think of what my favorite songs are. I like old Spike Lee. No. Okay. Um, the newest stuff I'm not a little, little big fan of, but old Spike Lee. So let's say Spike Lee up until, you know, probably like Clock is. You know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. What am I saying? Bamboozle was like one of the greatest movies. A little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up to Bamboozle. Yeah. But then after that, I was like, I'm not really as. I mean, not that I don't like his movies. I'm just not as big of a fan as I was up until that, up until Bamboozle. So it would be, you know, Demi, Spike Lee, and then, um, man, I'd probably say Scorsese. Yeah, that's dope. And, you know, speaking of Demi, I know you were in the Manchurian Candidate with Denzel. Oh, Denzel! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, um, you guys, it's Dorian Mystic. He's out there doing really great things in television in film and also indie film. His latest effort, Big Words, is out right now. Google it and find out if it's playing in a theater near you because it's really dope. Yeah, you guys are getting a lot of um, of uh, publicity on it. You know, I see it's picking up a lot. So, you know, congratulations. Yeah, the reviews are great. Yeah, I, I know it's dope. I know it's really dope. And um, I love the cast of characters as well that's, that are playing the parts. Um, you guys go check out Big Words. It's out now. Google it. And this is Six Man Radio. Your girl, Nadine, will be right back. We're going to go find the bad seed. He's about to come back in here any second. We'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Radio. 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 Hey, yo, what up, man? It's your man, Mr. Cheeks, representing LB family up in the building. You already know, man. It's the Six Man Radio. That adult contemporary hip hop, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. get it while we got it. Let's go. Oh, fam, finally up in this peak. Got my man that put me on, you know what I'm saying? One shout out to the uptown, you know what I mean? We be getting down representing. So this is how it goes. Thank you. 
Then we touch lips, we roll around in the sand. Later on, hold hands, walk by the beach, and I can teach you heavy G's game plan. See the way that I am, there's a big lover man. Check out the rhyming and do time to be a heavy fan. I'm swift, you know, and overweight Romeo. Come get a piece of the beat, because it's good to go. And see heavy G, oh, ladies, I'm fucking. Big extra long, but still good looking. For you run out of swing on a romance free, all you gotta do is lean on me. Because the overweight lover's in the open Yo, what up, y'all? I'm DJ Premier, and you checking out the Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop. You heard? That's what it do, that's what it does, and that's what it's going to be. One love. Yep, yep. That I'm mentally mad My rhymes start to flow So I simply must brag About my style that makes it vibrant I keep driving Until the song turns into a hip-hop giant Me and Molly Moore We're going one-on-one For any sucker rapper That chooses to come And for me, Craig G A.K.A. The Kingpin I drop science Take a color I'm singing They hate how I turn my mic cord to a whip Suckers just have to flip Cause I'm so hip Craig G and Molly Moore We form the ultimate alliance So suck a kick deal When I'm dropping science I'm dropping sign. I'm I'm sign. I'm Rappers, ask yourself the same question. Why am I best in this profession? Is it because you can't step to me, yo? All the things Marley does in his studio. I drop science as if I was Butterfingers. And I know there's not another singer in this lifetime to kick the right rhyme. Because there's not another rhyme quite like mine. And when it comes to having showmanship, I really don't care who you're going to get. Because rappers hate me. I'm so defiant and I can get stupid just by dropping science.
piece of your world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I'm drinking a ball of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all, and just like Humpty Dumpty, you're going to fall when the stereos pump me. I like the rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice Oh, yo, fat girl Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I call you fat Look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy Allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' dance And I even got my own dance
smooth lyrics that take place. If you want another reason, why it must be funky, yo, I am not a jackass, meaning not a donkey, so I will play the game. Like a chick be played, drop the fucking to the mix, so the face will never fade. Ship it, ship it to the station, in your jurisdiction. Brother say I'm dope, and the others think I'm bitching. No crowd can avoid the D.O. to the C. Why not be You will enjoy the fusion, and I will ascend with the salad I am using. Knowing that it's a cup, then it's not a bust up. I think I'll let it play, cause it's getting funky Six man. Radio. Radio. Oh, 
hit it up, son. Rest of my belongings belong in the Hall of Fame. Alyssa hits next to all my names. I came. Ginger ale, 
Big Pooh is in the building To a new day, spread my wings Taking shots to the crown Cause I'm going through things Everybody got their hands out Looking for green Coattails getting heavy Cause I'm living my dream Trying to school these young niggas It ain't all what it seems I still struggle just like you And I still hustle just like you But it just so happened That Big Pooh doing what he love to do Get back to my work Cause I was pinning on his piece last night That is why these niggas berserk Sigalo hit me up Who it's time to murk So on the pair of sweats they want a white shirt Headed back to the shop Back to the spot Where the hits keep coming Stack them up like bricks You can call me to make this shit Been rock solid No replacing you dig No replacing my nigga On everything that I live We gon' let that bitch ride Till our trains collide Or we fall off track And ain't no bringing me back And everything that go for you The same applies to crack Cause even though the birds ain't singing And the sun ain't shining It looks like a beautiful morning Each day is another chance To do the things I could've done today before, but didn't and known I should've So I say a prayer for the gone for gooders Who left this world and kissed my girl Good morning, sugar, another sunrise And as much as I would love To roll over on you, I cannot do it Because the good Lord, I prayed to him And he said, niggas, is listening now So I better have something to say to him So I'ma tell him how it went down, man Doing shows for free, going out of town, man The way I almost broke down And got a nine to five Cause I had more press than sound scans This is the price that I pay for this music And every word that I write is a testament to it And if I had to go back, I wouldn't change the thing Wouldn't recut it, re-edit, or change the frame Cause it would not be fair to turn my back on the struggle When that exact same hustle got me here Told niggas from the get-up, we three the hard way And Broadway's the only place you ever throw a setup Speechless is what you'd be if we ever met up I survived far too much now to ever let up Cause even though the birds ain't singing and Uh. the sun ain't shining It looks like a beautiful morning Uh. Six man. Uh. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 Uh. 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 Yo, what's up, y'all? This is your boy Special Ed, the youngest in charge, and we got it made. Y'all mean, and right now, y'all tuning to Six Man Radio, your place for adult contemporary hip-hop. Queen B, the notorious B.I.G., nigga, the best that ever lived, the best that ever did it, the best that ever lived it. Cocksuckers, what's his name, huh? That's how we do it, y'all. Uh, bad boy Who we die for All day, every day, nigga Yeah, yeah Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-oh Uh, 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 u
hot niggas on state biz that hate movies like Rosewood and Matrix. Hey, yo, Biggie told me well. Biggie told me how to flip bricks like Cartwell.
Dice Mike and Credibel. Salute <laughs> the whole cast and crew of the Dawkins Before Dawn. Great. I've seen it yep. five times. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should shoot. You're in the movie. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. I've been seeing the clips that you've been sending out. You you actually doing your things. And I don't know, bruh. We might we might lose feed as the host of Six Man Radio, y'all. This that movie career never. might take off. That's that baby. That. baby. <laughs> That's good. Uh, to know. That's good to know. You already know, man. Know. I don't give a fuck. If I'm Denzel Washington status, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be going to take that radio, man. I remember you said that. Remember you said that. Oh, somebody called me. What they call me? They call me um, Denzel Shakur. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like crazy. that, Denzel Shakur. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway. That's a, that's a compliment. Yo, that's a big compliment. I don't know. I don't know who we having on next week. You know. You never we, know. We, oh, Matt Fact, you know, you know who will be on next week? Yeah, Ooh. man. I don't know who's going to accompany her as the other guest, but definitely... Uh, Serena Grice will be on next week. Oh, that's yes. uh, that's Clef Dollar's sister. You know, rest right. in peace Clef. Right. You know, is the anniversary of his passing. You know, he's got the God's Morning Foundation. And she's going to come on. She's going to talk to us about that. That event is actually next Saturday anyway. You know what I'm saying? So she's going to check in and let us know how, how that's going down and all that. So, you know. Shout to Clef and his family, man. That was a really good dude. That was my my people. You know, he produced Yankee yeah. City. He did a few records for me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, aside mm-hmm. from the music, really good dude. So you know, shout to him, y'all. That's down in uh, Virginia, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in Richmond, in Richmond. Yeah, I was supposed to go. I I don't know if I'm a, if I'm a go. You know, God. If God works something out, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But you know, me and Mims, we're supposed to be the headliners. We're gonna, you know, pretty much premiere the uh, the group. You know, right. do a couple records. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. You don't know. All right. Sounds so good on to that me. Wish I was in Richmond. But uh, on that note, we gonna get up out of here, man. Yeah, even uh, though we ain't get to speak on one of the things we wanted to bring to y'all. Oh, the ass. King Michelle's ass. King yeah, Michelle's oh, okay. ass. Okay, two minutes. In two minutes, we're going to talk okay. about King Michelle's ass, all right? King Michelle's right. ass has got to be top five fattest asses dead or alive. Okay. Now, right now, now this is something that we're going to have to dwell on. For the week, and then next week we're gonna revisit this, you know. Yeah. Because think of all the asses of all time, dead or alive. Is that, a, is that like all the, one of the best looking asses? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm sorry. What did you say? Is that like supposed to be like one of the best looking asses? Is that what you're saying? One of the top five fattest asses. The fattest. 
dead or alive. Okay. All right, y'all. Y'all going to have to dwell on that, y'all. And, and we're yeah. going to pick this up next week on the show. So call in. Hey, hey, I, I don't want to hear no. I want everybody to come up with their top five. Everybody come up with their top five list, but I don't want to hear no J-Lo. And J-Lo ass ain't fat, man. I'm talking about fat, ignorant ass. That's what I'm talking about. So you that want good. ignorant ass. Get, yeah, get I, that get that mosquito booty out of here, y'all. Right, you know okay. we want we okay. want, we want cups. We want it to cup, man, and cup right. and hang right. or sit up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Or have a towel or sweat the has has. We need to put these in the list. Six man mm-hmm. radio. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that note, just speak asses. <laughs> Take your black asses home. Yeah. Peace, y'all.